0: Hi, it's your coach Joe Lucas, and you know today I'm going to do a little pivot. Um, I'm going to do some nuts and bolts type stuff. You know, one of, a lot of my coaching work uh, with advisors is making them effective throughout their day. You know, sort of like their daily game plan. And uh, in the 25 years I've been doing this, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of things. I've seen some really good things. I've seen a lot of good practices and a lot of awful practices. So I thought what we would do is maybe just take five, five to eight minutes this morning or today and um, just kind of give you some best, some best practices right, to make, you, uh, to make you more efficient, more effective. So let's start off with that term, efficiencies and effectiveness. Um, a lot of people, and there's a lot of efficiency experts out there, the problem I always have is I can make you efficient at something, but if it's the wrong thing you should be doing, I just, make, I just create a bigger problem, right? So you have to understand efficiencies, while important, will never trump effectiveness. And so I'm going to give you a term right now. I want you to think about answering it. What is the highest and best use of your time? Highest and best use, right? And the way that I typically get an answer if if people think through it, right, or we're, we're in a training class is, well, I've got to be taking care of my clients. So, yep, agree with that. Um, you know, I've got to be out there marketing and rainmaking, developing business. Yep, got to be doing that too. And then that's that's kind of where we end up, right? And then I say, well, what about this? How do you lead the team? How do you run a business? How do you do strategic planning? How are you the visionary, right? How do you take a look at what you're doing to make sure you're doing things the right way? And all of a sudden, like, wow, I never thought of that. So, so a couple of different rules that I have, you call them guidelines if you like, my clients know their rules. So let me give them to you. First off, in terms of time management, <clears throat> I think unless you're paid by the hour, you can get really caught up in trying to manage your time and get nowhere with it, right? And and here's the quintessential example. How many of you somewhere in your career read something, went to somewhere, had somebody talk to you and you said, "You know what? I'm going to do I I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to analyze my time." And then you even go a little more crazy and you say, I'm gonna time block, right? And by the way, time blocking, in my experiences, works for about 5% of the advisor population, okay? Because they're just mentally wired that way, they're highly disciplined, um, borderline OCD, and they can kind of pull it off, right? And they have a team around them that helps them pull it off, right? So it's not one person banned, not gonna pull that off, right? So number one time blocking, not so much. But there are three types of time. So, you know, while we don't measure time, we have to respect time. So, what are the three types of time we have? Well, number one, you're going to have tactical time. All of you are experts at this. This is when you're in the business. This is when you're, you know, seeing clients, prepping for reviews, doing admin. You know, you're knee deep in it, right? You're in the weeds with it, right? That's your tactical time. Most advisors spend their entire career there and they have a job. By the way, the more tactical time time you have, uh, the more you have a job. The more tactical time you spend, the more job like it is, okay? Next time is strategic time. This is the business owner time. This is the entrepreneurial time. This is when we work on the business. Leadership, systems, strategies, strategic planning, stepping back, we're out of the weeds now, right? And we're looking at things. The third type of time is renewal time, shutting it down, sharpening the saw, put whatever whatever definition you like on it, but you need to do it, so three types of time. And it's all individual So I'm not gonna get here in this video and say well, you need to do, these many days, these many days, these many days, but I will say this, strategically, one day a week. Typically most of my clients will take a Friday, some will take a Monday, that's work on the business time, right, Monday through Thursday, tactical. Renewal time, which is vacay, getting away from stuff, I would say at least one long weekend a month, right? Um, one week a quarter, if not two, right? And you need to get away. And what a lot of what I do, and a lot of my clients will do, is if they're going to a conference, they'll put some bookend days on there, right? A couple days to relax, conference training, a couple days post. You monetize the airfare. You're out of the office anyway. Take advantage of those things. So there's some way to there's some hacks, if you will, from that perspective. Okay. Now let's get tactical today for the rest of the time. So how do, how do we run a day? So first off, there continuity versus zigzag. So a zigzag day, and a lot of you understand that you're experts at this is, I come in and I start doing this, so I'm gonna start prepping for review. Then a client calls, and I gotta deal with that. Then I come back to my review prep, right? And then, oh, 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 Outlook is dangling. I gotta go check, well, what's my email like, right? You end up doing, you end up like zigzagging throughout the day. There's no continuity, okay? What you want to create are windows. So, and again, not time blocks per se. You can't time block your entire day. Again, 5% of the people can do that. But what you need to do is figure out when you need to go offline to do important things. right? And whether you run a, a 20-person team or you're a lifestyle soloist out of your house, rule applies the same. If you need an hour to do something, go offline. Shut out, look down. Put your phone on Do Not Disturb. And deal with what you deal with now. Why don't most advisors do that? Number one, emotional reason—they're insecure. Well, Joe, if a client calls, if especially one of my best client calls, you know, I, I got to answer it. You know, if if they if they send me an email, I got to get to it within five minutes. Like like, what are you the help desk, right? And and so where does this come from? Fear, scarcity, insecurity. Here's the reality. of the things that you make urgent is in your own mind, not in the client's mind. And by the way, if you've got clients that are like, you better be there when I call, and you better answer the phone, or you better call me back within five minutes, if that's the kind of client base you have, you'll never scale it. They're probably the wrong clients. And look, I've had people fire clients that that, drove 10, 20, 30, $40,000 a year revenue because they were disrespectful to the team, they were disrespectful to the, to my client. And as a bottom line, they just weren't a good person. Right? They were just a bitter, angry, unhappy human being with a lot of with a lot of money. And so what a lot of you do, you make the deal with the devil. And you justify in your mind, well, they're paying me a lot, so I'll suck it up. What are you, the servant? The butler? Like the gardener? Like, hey, they're, they're rich and they're paying me, so I'll just, I'll, it's okay to be mistreated. And then you wonder why you're not perceived as a professional. You wonder why when you look in the mirror, you don't see what you want to see, because you enable it. So continuity. Little blocks of time to get things done. I will say, also say this, and this is the last thing for today. All of you need to have a, I walk out of the office time, or I'm done with the daytime. So again, if you're working from home. So, what does that mean? Because here's the way a lot of brains work I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll get to it later. I, you know, if you're in an office environment, I'll wait till everybody leaves. I'll wait till after the market. Da, da, da. All this stuff, right? And then <clears throat> next thing you know, you're there, you know, you tell yourself, oh man, I work really hard. Man, I'm in at 7 30 and I don't leave till 6. You squander three quarters of the day, idiot. You don't do anything worthwhile. So, you work three hours a day, but you tell yourself you're there for 12, right? And a lot of you do that. Stop lying to yourselves. Walk out the, condition yourself to no matter what I have to do, I'm walking out the door. So then, the, then you go, well, Joe, what happens if I got a big review the next day? Walk out the door, and you know what? If you if you screwed yourself, get up real early, like at 5 a.m., get the office at 6.30, get it done. And you know what? You'll hate that. And guess what? You'll now have some contrast. You'll have some leverage on yourself. Shut the TVs off in your offices, please unless you're watching something like that like you know the travel channel or something fun you know having CNBC or Bloomberg or fox in the background it just puts you in a bad mood why do do that I mean you know why Because you use that as a distraction mechanism right use auto responders put an autoresponder on your email I re- I, re- I reply to emails 9 12 and three if it's an emergency call the office right so that way if a client emails you they know that there'll be a, there's an expectation of response, right? Most of you, you're like, and I, I, I'm on the phone with some of you. You know, you get you. I'm talking to you, and I heard ding, ding, and next thing you know, I hear cle- I, I hear keyboards, right? Like, what the hell are we doing? Everything we do is important. Ninety nine percent of it is not urgent. Please understand the distinction and the differentials. Have a great day.